And welcome back to another episode of Observe and Report. Happy New Year, y'all. Yeah, it's December 29th. For joining us. (laughs) All right. Yes, it may be the last day of the old year, but this is the first episode you're hearing in the new year. Boom. So, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed your break. I hope you had a wonderful and happy new year and a fun holiday. And hopefully you're not back on the train ride to work listening to this. Gross. That'd be gross. I probably I, will be when I listen to I'll this. I'll also probably listen to this <laughs> on the train ride to work. But that being said, this is Observe and Report, the show where we watch things, absorb them, come back and tell you about them and how we felt about them. A lot of feelings. Uh-huh. Uh, it's also a show where we challenge each other on a weekly basis to watch a new thing um, to expand ourselves and our interests and what we like. Um, and to share what we like with other people. So, let's get into it. Let's do it. What have you... Oh, also, to introduce ourselves, <laughs> my name oh. is Jason Simmons. Yeah. Uh, sitting across from me is Jack Smith. Hello. We're your hosts. And uh, yes, what have you been watching, Jax? I just really wish the audience could have seen the quandary you were in as <laughs> to whether or not to say Happy New Year's on this. I didn't want to lie to the people. <laughs> what better way is there to start a new year with lies? <laughs> Like, yeah, I'll go to the gym once a week. I won't. <laughs> no, it's fine. Lies. You don't know if that's a lie. That's really indeterminate, honestly, because who knows what could happen. You could go or you could not go. What an optimistic, lovely outlook. You know? <laughs> I know the deep truths of my dark soul. <laughs> I will not drag my ass to the gym. Won't happen. It's fine. What have I been watching? Mm-hmm. I saw Aquaman. Did you? Yeah, I did. Okay. How were Jason Momoa's 23 abs? Oh, my God. They're so <laughs> handsome. Each and every one of them are just beautiful. Um, It was dumb fun. Okay. It was kind of like Jason Momoa. That his is whole, cool. <laughs> yeah, his whole, like, all of his enthusiasm, mm-hmm. realizing how bonkers it is, it's 100% conveyed throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And I also saw it with a very enthusiastic audience that was, like, totally into it. Really? Interesting. Okay. Um, Including some ladies behind me who (laughs) were like, "Mm mm-hmm, when he, like, had his clothes on and stuff. And I 100% appreciated. (laughs) Um, And I was, like, a mini audience within the audience because whenever they would say something, I would laugh. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it was pure silliness. I mean, they're like riding seahorses into battle. Mm-hmm. That was really what got me. <laughs> like, that's it is, why I went to go see this film. They are not uh, going light on the aqua part of this. No. Like, we are bringing all the weird, weird and wild stuff you'd expect in an Aquaman yep. movie. Okay, yep. all right. Like, um, I have some questions though. Like, how, how's Patrick Wilson in it? I heard that like he was pretty good in it, and I feel like I've not seen him in a lead role in a big budget movie in a while. He's great at playing bad guys. Okay. Did oh, you, mm, that's oh, true. Movie, um... I can only think of Hard Candy where he played like a bad guy. Oh, I did not see. Was that with um... Ellen Page? Yeah, no, I did not see that movie. Okay. Did you see the remake of The A Team with Bradley Cooper? Oh yeah, he was I a did. dick in that movie. He's really funny. Damn, it's been a while since I've seen The A Team. Okay. Um, sadly, has not been that long for me because I've seen it too many times, <laughs> and it's playing a lot on television. <laughs> Um, he's good at playing a bad guy. So yeah, he was fine. Okay. Um, he 
they must have felt very silly throughout the whole thing because so much of it is, has to be green screen. I imagine they're underwater for 90% of that movie, I would yeah. think. Yeah. And so there's a lot of like hair floating and whatnot. <laughs> he has weird hair in it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it seems short. Sometimes it seems long. I'm not really sure. Jason Momoa you're talking about. No, Patrick. Oh, Wait, what's his name again? Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Which sounds like a member of the Beach Boys or something I like know. that. I know. It doesn't. It's too American. <laughs> it feels like you have a dude that works like an insurance claims name, but oh, you are God, a movie yeah. star, man. Oh, Patrick Will- Wilson of Allstate Insurance? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. My he, guy? He totally helped me out last summer when I got in that wreck. Oh, yeah. man. Ugh. <laughs> when our house got struck by lightning, he was so there for us. I really appreciated it. Good old Pat. Um, yeah. No, he was fine. Nicole Kidman. Oh, boy. Really? Oh boy, Jason. Because if in that whole cast, she felt like the odd man out a little bit. Felt, it yeah. feels like, oh, what are you doing in this superhero movie? It's a great question. <laughs> I think she was probably asking herself that also. <laughs> um, yeah, she's just whenever, whenever she's on land in particular, she's just not great. Interesting, because yeah. I'm sure like there's like a lot of origin stuff because she plays uh, mm-hmm. Jake Momoa's mom in Correct. the movie. Okay. Um, I like the guy who played his dad. Who did play his dad? Was his dad a Hawaiian or of like Eastern Pacific like yes. descent? Okay. <laughs> Just two super white people. Just got a lot of questions here <laughs> of how you get a brown Aquaman. <laughs> it's a great point. Yes. Okay. Um, I have not seen that guy in anything else so I, and I don't know his name. Okay. Um, Willem Dafoe is in it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like I didn't see him in any of the trailers. Nope. He's probably like, take me out. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I'm not telling my family where I was for six months. <laughs> Let's just not talk about it, guys. And I feel like Willem Dafoe does that generally in his life. <laughs> I'm just going to drop out of the world for three months. No one's going to know where I am until I strike. Dad, you're the Green Goblin? What? <laughs> they weren't. He didn't, they gave him no script in Spider-Man. <laughs> he brought that suit with him to set. <laughs> um, who else was in this? Uh, um, uh, the girl whose name I can't remember. She's pretty. Is it Amber? Amber Heard? Yep. Okay. Yeah. She looked very attractive. Oh, yeah. She's beautiful, a beautiful woman. Mm. Um, you know. Uh, but it feels like she's the one, like, prodding Aquaman with, like, is. a trident to, like, go and do stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yep. But, uh, I don't know. Generally speaking, not a huge impact on the movie, her nope. part, I guess. How was the Black Manta character? Who? Uh, the dude with the helmet that shot lasers from his eyes. The dude from the... What? He dressed in all black and had a weird, like, metal oh, helmet. Oh, yes. Sorry. It was a while ago <laughs> that I saw the movie. Um, it was weird because it was two very different plot lines that didn't seem mapped out well. Okay. Um, With that... It should have been... Because Patrick Wilson's kind of a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he's definitely a bad guy. And then you have the Manta guy. But the Manta guy's storyline seemed just kind of shoved to the side. You know and then he just pops in here and out, in, in and out. And I just was like, what? Guys. It doesn't come together, really. It does not at all. To the point that I forgot that he was in that movie. Wow. That's <laughs> <laughs> As evidenced you. by this. I'm like, who? What? Because, uh, yeah, my roommate saw the movie. He said the same thing. Like, yeah. you know, his his plot just never really came to fruition which is weird too because that's how the movie starts is he's in it 
And you're just like, oh, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. You're going to be battling this guy throughout. And then he just disappears for a long time. And Patrick Wilson takes the place of yeah. the main villain of the film. And then he pops back out again. You're like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. It's not, it was not, the, either he should have not been in there at all, or he should have been the main villain. Having two of them just didn't make any sense. It feels like they played all their cards in like the first like movie they absolutely did yeah. um because aquaman does not have that many prominent villains okay. like they did him ocean master and black manta and that's about the big ones yeah no i don't know what they were thinking mm. but i'm i'm glad you enjoyed it like, yeah it was i think it's definitely something you need to see with someone else okay and you need to be enthusiastic for it okay and just open to the fact that it's going to be absolutely ridiculous and hilariously dumb mm-hmm. but also fun and like there's a lot of action okay so yeah in, in the dc like cinematic universe this is the fun one seemingly oh absolutely okay like, it is it is the thor ragnarok okay but not at all as good as <laughs> <laughs> but probably significantly more expensive <laughs> mm, very true you know can't be underwater all that time and not add some expense to it's the ticket. It's so CG. It's mm-hmm. so ridiculous. But it was fun. Okay. Yeah. I, I will check it out at some point. Um, what you got? I saw Rampage. I finally saw Rampage. <laughs> Caught up with the rest of the world. All you Rampage heads out there. <laughs> I know you've been clamoring, all right, knocking at the door. Like, when's he going to see it? I saw it, all right? <laughs> um, no, I saw it, and uh, it was fine, but, like, it was a little fun, but unsatisfying, ultimately. Yeah, right? Like, you just feel like it had no, like, real bite to it at all. It just felt like, it, like, oh, okay, cool. It's a, it's a rock movie. It's more straightforward than you wanted it to be. Yeah. I wanted some silliness. Like, I was hoping, like, you know, yes, a little bit of silliness, a little, a bit more fun. Yeah. Um, It feels like, uh, so, yeah, The Rock's in there. You have Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who mm-hmm. just feels like they told him, like, just, just be Negan. Just be Negan. Negan in a suit. In a suit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was just like, oh, like it felt like Jeffrey Dean Morgan has a lot more in the bag than just like that character, or that accent. Yeah, he just got that paycheck and left. Yeah. Um, like, y'all filming in Atlanta? Cool, I'll be there. I'm there anyway. <laughs> like, I will gladly He can walk bring his over. own suit. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, what's his name? Joe Manganiello was also in the movie as well. I don't even remember. Exactly, because he's there for five minutes. It just yeah. feels like a waste of a Joe Manganiello. <laughs> I hate it when I waste my Manganiellos. Ugh, they're only in season like once a year. <laughs> they get so bruised. Ugh. Uh, they're so delicious, though. Perfectly ripe. Manganiellos. <laughs> Find them right next to the Halos. <laughs> local supermarket. But he's there for like five minutes and gets eaten by like a wolf. And it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. You should be there with the rock at the end, like back to back shooting guns. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> like, like, and just like, you know, fighting giant monsters. Totally. But that wasn't the case. Um, and yeah, it, it just felt very, not bad, but nothing satisfying about it. Didn't it didn't have any of the charm or charisma that a lot of the rock movies have, which make it fun. Right. Like Jumanji... Very funny. It's ridiculous, but it's in it. But it's funny, and it has him and what's his face, Kevin, Kevin Hart, and, and like it has that lightness and fun to it. Granted, it's a kids movie; it's right. a very different premise. But like, you want that, you want that bit of fun. It just wasn't. 
there. It just was not there. Yeah. Um, also, one thing that made me mad in the movie was like they fire so many bullets and rockets at these like monsters when it's clearly not working. And it just they meant like it meant nothing. Like it, all these all this waste for like nothing. It just felt like there's nothing that like the people could do to fight these like yeah. unstoppable monsters. But like that being said, it was like okay, but mm. uh, it's totally skippable. I agree. But uh, anything else that you've been seeing? Of course, it's other things you've been seeing. But what have you seen? I know you. You don't have a life. <laughs> um, you bought that big TV for a reason. <laughs> um, so just a quick side note. I'm almost all done with Father Brown. How many seasons? Ooh, shut up. Okay. Enough. You know, I got a lot of shame to bring this episode, too. So <laughs> <laughs> to be seen. I was very upset multiple times. Mm-hmm. One they they just keep on like getting rid of characters and not saying anything oh they just like disappear like yes. willem dafoe does off your face year for three months and comes back as a villain like who does <laughs> like willem dafoe like we talked about yes earlier. they're <laughs> dafoe it all over the place the you have the same police captain guy for like two seasons and then all of a sudden you get a new one replaced and they, by a new guy yeah who's not nearly as attractive <laughs> and i was very upset because the other one the prior two were very handsome men but that creates like whiplash in a viewer like when you're invested in something and then it's like hey here's a new character in the exact same position it's like whoa, wait whoa whoa whoa, Jason, whoa i had to google to make sure i didn't miss something <laughs> did i miss a movie or a tv special yes. somewhere a no, holiday special the internet him? was a buzz when this <laughs> happened because there are multiple articles about how they just got a new guy and All never said a thing brown <laughs> Nosers? I don't know what to call Father Brown. <laughs> How dare you disrespect that? us? Don't disrespect us, Jason. And then the another... congregation—that's what it should be called. For Father <laughs> <Brown>. <laughs> um. Then there's another side character who was also very cute. They're getting rid of the cute boys, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Sid, my guy, Sid. Uh-huh. He just disappeared. They brought him back for one episode, and. They said that he had been in jail for a year, which his character is kind of a con man, so it makes sense. Okay. But, and then he goes off, like, I got Sid back for one episode after his being gone for, like, one to two seasons. Hmm. Ex- rude. Excuse me? Rude. No, that I, that's a fair reason to be upset. If someone Thank goes, you. if someone dies, if, someone, if, if a character leaves and is replaced with a new character, explain why. Otherwise, it's just kind of weird. There is only the one major character left but they like explained her departure but it was still very sudden it was just Mm -hmm. all of a sudden one episode she kept on being like oh my god i gotta go and then they like saw her off on a train (laughs) she it was just like oh man all these people who i like and so they replaced her with like basically a younger version of her okay um and that actress is great but it's still a lot of shake-ups and it left me shaken jason (laughs) My faith, oh! But so far, overall, Father still Brown. Still f- love the stupid fucking show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's racist. <laughs> I, <laughs> but like, you know what? It's I don't even know. I don't know if it's the show or like because it's portraying characters in like the late 40s, early 50s. The characters are racist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I keep forgetting this is like a period piece. Yeah, it, it just happened like the 40s and 50s. So okay. like, oh, I, I still so it's. Most the vast majority of the time is white people, but then whenever there's like it's been black people and like an Asian girl, and it's always been like, oh, I don't feel great about this. But then the next fourteen episodes are all just white people. Like mm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but I still watch it, and it's stupid, and I love it. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Can't be ashamed of the things you like. I love a mystery, Jason. <laughs> In a small English village, lots of murder. The stakes are low, except for the human lives at stake. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Um, I watched American Made um, with uh, Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Um, it was fun. It was a fun, upbeat movie, like, surprisingly. It reminded me a lot of uh, Blow. Those classic points. upbeat movies <laughs> featuring loads of cocaine. That's a lot of the movies about. So for those that don't know, American Made is like the semi-true story of like an American pilot hired by the CIA to run weapons to like the Contras in like uh, in Central America and winds up running drugs back from like Central America and like South America to the United States. And like him playing the game between like the DEA and the CIA and the cartels and like telling his crazy ass story um that being said they do kind of like put up front a lot of this is lies by the way but it feels like the forest gump of drugs oh like he meets everybody who's oh, ever God. been involved in the yeah. drug trade in the 70s and 80s like he meets pablo escobar and like manuel noriega and also like george w bush and oh, like yeah it really is a, that's a really good analogy <laughs> like um but there are cool parts to it. They're like, I mean, overall, the movie's like very cool, but like Tom Cruise is doing all of his own flying stunts. Of like, course in, he is. Because uh, he has to. It He's feels a like maniac. Not only is it in his contract, it's in his blood. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, some really cool visual shots of like all the plane stuff. Um, I wish that they could find an age appropriate partner for Tom Cruise in movies. It just always feels like they're going to pair him with a woman who's 20 plus years younger than him. In a lot of occasions. Like, of like, course. His wife in this movie was like, I don't know, like 33 and he's like 55 and it's like, of course, she's playing younger, mm. quote unquote, but it's just yeah. like, this is weird. <laughs> it's always a little gross. It's just, I don't know. It just throws me off. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was cool because they touched on like so many different parts of like the drug trade and just like, well, this is how it works and like, this is why people like this get to skate and like live and survive and all that stuff. Um, it didn't feel like I didn't feel tension for the character necessarily. Like, oh man, I want until towards the end when he's like kind of caught and kind of on the run a little bit. It does get like a little tense because you, you as a viewer, feels like any day now mm. something bad is going to happen to him. But I will leave that for the viewer to see. Um, overall, it was fun. I would say check it out. I saw it like on HBO uh, on demand. I think it's still there. So yeah, if you have it, check it out. I feel like a lot of people did not when it was in theaters. Nope. I zoned out for a second just when you were describing <laughs> the plot in like 10 seconds. So there's definitely no way I'm ever going to see that movie. I was like, get it together, Smith. Pay attention. You're talking. <laughs> um, I am like 10 minutes away from finishing both seasons of The Good Place. Oh, I'm, I did not know you started watching. I did. Um, it was a slow go at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked it. Uh, Chidi's my guy. Mm-hmm. Also, I like that he's not so secretly, like, clearly ripped underneath <laughs> those button-up shirts. Like, Chidi, I see those biceps. Well, you can't hide them from me behind those glasses. No one's commenting on that in the show. They're like, Chidi's ripped. <laughs> no, someone does say it. She does say that okay. in the show. Just there's one very quick line. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, you can tell a dude's fit as fuck. <laughs> Ugh, that's really what kept me tuned in. Um, but I unfortunately, because I, I mean, it's been on for what a couple of years now. Uh, about three years now, yeah. Um, since I was so slow to hop on the bandwagon, 
I had had the plot twist um, spoiled for oh, me, Oh, I'm sorry. That sucks. Yeah, well, it's all right. Um, through just, like, conversations with people or just, yeah. eh, that happens. Because um, I, I would say the first season relies heavily on, like, the turn of, like, right. well, this is what's actually going on. Right. Um, so I've enjoyed, actually, the uh, second season more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because it's less of them working against each other more than working together and um, everyone's on the same page everyone's on the same page yeah yeah um so also it helps that my husband jason manzoukas is in it <laughs> um i think really my favorite performance in it and i think a lot of people would agree is darcy carden she's she is fantastic she's phenomenal i enjoy her so much um Oh, for people who don't know the plot, uh, it is four people end up, uh, they die, and they end up in the good place, i.e. heaven. Um, Ted Danson plays the creator of that particular heaven that they're in. Um, Darcy Carden plays uh, basically like an AI type person. Like a Siri with like, yes. that is alive. That takes uh, like a human form, but mm-hmm. she's not actually human. And she, she reminds you of constantly. <laughs> right, right. Um, and she can get you whatever you want. She has the entire knowledge of like the internet and everything of all human history everything yeah in her brain um but she her performance is phenomenal and she makes it look very easy i think it's much more difficult than it would appear yes because it's it's this putting all these emotions and like all these actions through the filter of like a smiling happy like compliant individual (laughs) Um, so yeah, I've really been enjoying it. Uh, Maya Rudolph appears in the second season. She's great. She's always great when she shows up with things. Yeah, I love it when she pops (laughs) up. Um, so I, is the third season playing now? Third season's on Hulu. Okay. Um, seasons one and two are available on Netflix right now. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so I'm almost done with season two and I'll be picking up season three. It's not the joke per minute rate that I'm used to with like, um, uh, Parks and Rec or The mm-hmm. Office or whatever. Um, but it's an interesting concept and you, the trade-off is getting to see kind of, I guess, more character development maybe and um, really watching people work together to figure out these problems as opposed to like kind of quick little sitcoms. Right. Like, I, I agree. Like, they will take like a couple episodes to figure out like an issue with like, yeah. an individual or like, it's a lot of, it shows a lot about self-growth and like, you know, a lot about philosophy as well and like, what does it mean to be a better person? Yeah. Like, why should you even try to do that? And it weirdly is able to like tackle some heady f- philosophical themes while still being funny. Yes. While still being very funny for yeah. me at least. And very, um, I find their points of view and the things that they kind of um, make fun of very relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do like the writing a lot. I think it's pretty. Oh, um, yeah. At least for my sense of humor. Yeah, I think like the writing is super strong. Um, it's a show with like a very, I think, dedicated fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you won't be alone in watching the show out there if no. you're considering it. Like There were a surprising number of people talking about it, I feel like, as I've gone through life i guess and just hearing people talk about shows like it comes up a lot Mm -hmm. surprisingly like um much more than a parks and rec or the office ever did yeah which is so interesting because like while while those shows i think are in the social consciousness of like american people Mm -hmm. they weren't successful when they were on like ratings wise yeah so i i think this is a different case right now with like uh the good place which is also more surprising because it is more heady and like yeah 
but for whatever reason, it's nice that people are latching onto it. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe the religious aspect like cooks people in. I guess the like the idea of like an afterlife. Maybe it's, I mean, it's not the thing is it's not at all. It, and that's really, the thing. Like, yeah, it, I don't think it participates in any particular like religious tract. Yeah, no. It just talks about like the the concept of an afterlife. Like that's like the main one of the main things they talk yeah. about. Also, the guy I wanted to look him up and see how he is in real life, but I don't want to. Um, kind of ruin the facade that I have of him, the guy who plays Jason Mendoza. Because <laughs> I feel like his acting is probably pretty amazing because I doubt he's like that in no real life. No one could be like that. No one no could be that, that stupid. Dumb. Yeah. Um, and because, again, I think it's something that is made to look easy, but it's probably a lot more difficult than mm-hmm. it appears to make someone seem dumb but also lovable mm-hmm. and very sweet. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying everyone's performances a lot. Um, and I'm glad I jumped onto it. There's one side note I have for that. There's a a joke that Jason makes at one point, like, and he references Blake Bortles, like the yes. quarterback for like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. And I was like, what a hilarious fake name. <laughs> and then I looked it up, and I was like, this is a real human. Yeah. Someone was named Blake Bortles by his mother, <laughs> by his father. Oh, why? <laughs> a joint decision was made that, like, yes, this will be his name for life. Oh, and I like to think some writer heard that and just said, yes, I must have this in my show. Just he gets mad because Michael says Drake Portals <laughs> instead of Blake Bortles. <laughs> Neither of them sound real. Blake Bortles says the name an alien chooses upon choosing its skin suit to walk around <laughs> humanity. <laughs> oh, God. But right. uh, Next up for you, sir. Um, what else did I see? I saw Run, Fat Boy, Run. Uh, watched it again after not seeing it for a long time. I tried watching it once and I couldn't get into it. I really do enjoy the movie. Watch it with my mom. It's like a good family movie to watch, actually. Um, I consider a good family movie anything that doesn't include sex because that is very uncomfortable. <laughs> that is not in this movie. Perfect. Um, yeah, the basic premise being that like um, Simon Pegg plays a guy that is... He runs away from pretty much everything in his life except from like being like a, a good dad. Um but yeah, like he leaves his wife at the altar, he like leaves virtually like virtually every like big thing in his life except for his kid. Um and the movie's about him like actually committing to something for once because there's a lot more writing on it than just him. Like people put money on him, like they're local betters, like you know, like, hey, we need you to to win this thing or oh, lose no. this thing, because half of us is bet against you losing this and not following through. Like his landlord is like, I will forgive all your debts to me if you just run <laughs> what is it a marathon or something it's a marathon he's participating in like the uh the london uh marathon okay i, I don't know the exact name of the marathon yep. but it's a real event that occurs yeah. uh and like hank azaria plays like his rival for <laughs> uh, um fanny newton who played like plays a woman that he left at the altar okay um how could you leave her that, right so, how do you so leave pretty. fanny newton at the altar come on simon oh. Pegg. jeez get it together bro <laughs> her was simon Pegg. <laughs> <laughs> That makes no sense. <laughs> something happened in her life. Something went terribly wrong. Or something went terribly right for him. Yeah. Um, you can't tell, but he's the biggest dong in the world. <laughs> um, outside of that, it's uh, it's directed by David Schwimmer. Which, what? Yeah. And like, given the quality and how fun it was, I was like, oh, well, I guess he has a career directing things now. And I don't think he's directed anything else after that. 
I remember that being like a big buzz around it. Weird. Because like it was a couple years after Friends ended and people were like, what are the Friends doing now? Which is a dumb thing to say. But <laughs> he went and directed this movie and I don't think anyone expected it to be anything of quality, but it was. Especially because it's overseas. Yeah, it was a, an entirely British production. Um, and yeah, he was the director of it. And it worked. I like that movie a lot. Interesting. Yeah. Alright. But yeah, I, I liked it. I recommend it. Um, I believe it's leaving HBO this month. So if you, you got, well, you're listening to the new year, so you, you, you missed it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's over. What a cruel it's joke you've played. <laughs> um, I watched Venom. How did, what'd you think of Venom? Because I saw Venom. Purely because I was going down to Florida and so I needed something to watch on the plane. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess this is a thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> It wasn't good. Okay. I um trying to remember it now. <laughs> what happened? Um I was excited to see Jenny Slate. Right, right. Um I just Okay, well a couple things. One, Tom Hardy as a normal guy mm-hmm. doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It's Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. And even though he's not like in the news, mm-hmm. so you're not seeing like his personal life. He always plays a big character. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see him as trying to play like an average Joe, mm-hmm. it just at least for me it didn't it didn't work. Uh, it was okay for me, but I understand what you're saying. Like in pretty much every film role that he's done, like you know he is this magnetic force. Yes, and like in this like. He just plays like kind of a jerk a little bit. He, he always plays some kind of extreme, mm-hmm. and so to see him play like a middling guy is like this doesn't making sense to my brain. Okay, um, I didn't uh, Venom. Spoiler alert ahead for a movie that you probably shouldn't bother seeing. Um, Venom turning into like kind of a good guy mm-hmm. didn't make any sense. Like I thought this was a bad guy, but now he's he wants to stay on Earth. Why? There's nothing like what? Uh, I don't see any particularly large draw for him to stay on Earth. Mm-hmm. And now he's become a good guy, kind of. Like that's no, that's not what I'm here to see. <laughs> it just it took me by surprise, and it didn't seem to make sense with who slash what venom is supposed to be i if comic book stuff aside like from just the the film perspective of it of it like i just thought that venom considers himself to be a loser and he sees that same loser kinship in eddie brock right which is also weird that he considers that he's considered a loser on his planet, which to me says like how many how much more violent and dangerous right. are the other symbiotes? Right. And for him, it's like I would never survive in that situation. This is ideal. There's just one of me. Okay. A lot of them. Yeah. Even if one day I suck this dude dry, I'll jump to somebody else and like I'll keep the train rolling with these symbiotes here. They'll just kill everybody, and my fun stops. Is what I felt like his reasoning for like being with eddie brock and like wanting to like live and survive and all that stuff Uh that's my only only reason for that um i i don't know i just 
But you went into thinking that it was just like this dude's gonna just—he's about destroying everything and just like hurting everybody, right? Yeah. Okay. And then, which is what the trailers kind of like indicate a bit. That's the thing, and like mm-hmm. I ended up seeing way too many trailers for it, and so I thought it was gonna be this weird push and pull mm-hmm. of Eddie Brock trying to control himself, but he's rampaging through the streets. And okay. Blah blah blah, but it wasn't, and I—I I don't know. It never. I guess I didn't feel like the stakes were that crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if in Avengers Infinity War just kind of ruined it for me in terms <laughs> of like stakes have to be all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. The whole thing, it just, the pacing, yeah, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. It just didn't work for me. Really. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Uh, when I saw it, I liked it. But to me, it felt like a little bit of an older movie. It felt like, oh, this is like superhero movies from like 2004 or something like that. Yes. That's, I can absolutely see that. Like, yeah. Like, it wasn't like my favorite thing that I saw this year's like superhero movie wise or anything like that. I was like, no, this is just fine. This is okay. This is like a, 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 a nice peppermint after <laughs> the meal that was like Infinity War. Please let Tom Hardy know that that's how you feel. <laughs> I guess also maybe I thought it would be darker mm. because that's how it was. Um, yeah, I would say the trailers depict a darker film. Yeah. It's like a lot more cheery and like funny at times. Yeah. The marketing for it made it seem like, oh, this is just going to be so grisly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it. It was kind of just average action movie in terms of darkness. It wasn't particularly like, you know, dark night darkness, right? Which is what I expected. So yeah, it was just maybe I just went in there. I shouldn't have gone in with certain expectations. No, nah, I think the expectations went in were reasonable given like what you given saw. the marketing. No, that's for, totally yeah. fine. I think it's totally fine not to like it too. Like that's true. <laughs> like apparently America was about it. Like it did pretty well at the box office. Um. But, yeah. But I did see at the end of it, there is a small kind of, I'm not going to say trailer or a clip of um, the Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. The, what you, what into you the Spider. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. And I had not seen that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finally got to watch it on, like, a sm- a larger, like, on my laptop as opposed to, like, a tiny YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And it looked so cool. And I was very excited for it. And then turns out you saw it. Let me tell you a little something about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Please do. It's amazing. If you've not seen this movie, get out of where you're at right now. Leave work. All right. <laughs> get out of bed. All right. Leave your boyfriend. Leave your girlfriend. <laughs> or bring them. They might like to see it. I don't know. And check out Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, so the clip that you saw uh, in, in the, at the end of Venom is in the movie. That's a part oh, okay. of the movie. Um, the animation is so cool looking. I didn't is, realize that it was like going to look like a comic book. Like it's unlike anything I had ever seen before in terms of the style. To steal a quote from my friend Werner, uh, it was a Marvel, uh, literally. Oh boy! Um, because Werner, we're gonna have to talk. The look of it was just beautiful. Like it, it is it's so, really cool. like literally torn off the page. Um, there, are, there are the dot, the, like the dots of printing that you would see like on a comic book page. You see like. 
in the film like you know there's like things that are, like, are offset because like of offset printing and mm-hmm. all that stuff like it just it's so vivid too the colors are great yeah um the action that occurs in the film it's so fast and so quick that you feel like i can barely keep up but you just do mm. um so it's like very well paced and very well shot um but the the premise of the film being um it's focusing on miles morales mm-hmm. who is in comic books as well as like the a, a version of spider-man who is like the first like afro-latino spider-man whatever he's 15 lives in brooklyn but the premise of the film being it's his origin story plus all these other spider-man from all these other universes coming together due to like uh the kingpin setting off like this large hadron collider vincent d'onofrio it is not played by vincent d'onofrio it's played by lee shriver plays the kingpin i mean from one great guy to another <laughs> i like both of them um, the designs are insane. The way Kingpin looks, it's like if you brought a wall to life. <laughs> it's um, amazing. And Lee Shriver does a great does a great work. The whole cast is pretty He's amazing. He's got a good voice. It's very low. It's very low and gravelly. It works very well for Kingpin. But handsome. The... He's got a handsome voice. Want to date that voice, Lee? Oof, yeah. uh, <laughs> that voice comes with a body? Oh, my God. <laughs> it comes oh, with even more? over here. <laughs> I know you're single, Leo. <laughs> but um, the cast is ridiculous. Like, Leif Shriver, um, Jake Johnson. Another cutie patootie. Plays uh, a broke down on his luck Spider-Man that is <laughs> so good. It's like, to be that good of a superhero, the rest of your life has to be terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is Absolutely. what he portrays very well. Oh, it's if, like, Nick from New Girl became Spider-Man 100%. just broken. Yes, 100%. Like, so, you know, save the city a couple times, save, save the city a couple more times, broke my back, my wife left me, oh, no. I invest my money poorly. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Um, which is funny because there's another Spider-Man in the film played by Chris Pine, and I don't think this is, a spoiler. This is not a spoiler at all. He's played by Chris Pine. What? Uh, this is um, just a cast of handsome men's voices. Um, I'm absolutely going to see this now. There's a Spider-Man played by Nick Cage. Um, oh, another handsome man. A spider, Two Spider-Women. Um, Love it. One played by Kimiko Glenn from uh, Orange is the New Black. Uh, another one played by Haley Steinfeld, who's also in Bumblebee oh. right now. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, like the cast is like strong. Mahershala Ali plays like a, another character in the another film. Another handsome <laughs> man. Did I cast this movie? <laughs> There's a lot of your um and God. This is I won't spoil anything, but Please don't, um, another I'm one definitely of, gonna see it. Another one of your husbands is also in this movie as well. <gasps> Wait, what? Um Oh god. This is not a spoiler. Um Oscar Isaac is in this film. Oh dear God. <laughs> We're gonna have to take a break. <laughs> Just so I can think about this. Just all those men in the same room, I'd die. Um, it's an amazing cast. Um, the story is very good. It's able to tell the story of this new Spider-Man while also telling the origins. And also John Mulaney's there, too, as a yeah, Spider-Man as yeah. well. I like him. Um, Nick Cage is there. It's, but it shows you all of these different Spider-Men and all their origins. And it flows so well. And it moves very quickly. And it just feels like no one thought it would be this good. Yeah, no. <laughs> Like, from all the trailers and, like, all of the... Uh, everyone thought, like, oh, this is the throwaway Spider-Man movie you get this year. Like, mm-hmm. it's whatever. But no, this is a terrific film. I like, feel like as soon as it came out, people were raving about it. Um, I, I, I'm I, glad they were. I was excited from it, like, from the first trailer. I was like, oh, yeah, definitely got to see this thing. And as more and more stuff came out, I was like, I'm all about this. I didn't know if the world was, but it's doing well now. It's, like, number one in the box office for, like, two weeks or something nice. like that. Um, And, yeah, like, it... it 
I'm happy for this because it feels like, oh, yeah, you can't do this in a live action movie. Mm. It can't look like this. You ca- characters yeah. can't move like this. Um, Did they leave it open to the possibility of doing another one? Oh, absolutely. Like nice. the whole altered dimension thing like leaves it oh, open yeah. for like many different things. There's so much I want to say about the movie. The music is amazing. Um, you want to know what kids are listening to? Listen to the soundtrack. Oh, that'll be good because I'm a grandma and I have literally no idea. And like the it's music- like Cardi B. I've heard of her. <laughs> like, and music plays a part in the plot too a little bit. Like, it helps like the main character relax. Okay. Um, Catherine Hahn is in the film as Lovely. well. Lovely. Love it. Uh, as a great character. Um, I want to give as few spoilers as possible in this because it's just. Do. I'll probably see it tomorrow. I just want people to go and check this out. And then we can chat about it. Yes, I would love to do that. But uh, it's it may be one of my favorite movies I've seen this year. Ooh, all right. Or, or last year, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, but uh, yeah, if you have time, uh, go see Into the Spider Verse and bring a friend. Um, it's really good. Cool. Thanks for inviting me to that, Jason. I'm so could sorry. You could two opportunities. You saw it twice, Jason. Two opportunities to so invite good. a friend. It was late both times. I don't know what people. Are I'm doing. awake. <laughs> I'm here. Unbelievable. That's yeah. fine. Um, I <laughs> I was on a plane, mm-hmm. and there are a million movies to watch. You know what I picked, Jason? What'd you pick? Goddamn Maze Runner: The Death Cure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all your fault. Oh God! <laughs> Not that it's a bad movie. It's just I was surprised you chose it. Yes, so was I. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I'm still watching this stupid movie, <laughs> and I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not bad. It's just not great, but it's okay. It got me through the like three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, for a teen movie. It was actually like a solid action movie. Right. The action in is pretty well done. Because you expect, um, and like all the kids were good actors. Mm-hmm. I say kids, they're probably in their 20s, but like. Probably at this point, yeah. This yeah. Was gonna... oh, is this the one that was delayed because the main guy got yeah, hurt? Yeah, it is. He got a concussion and Oof. had to sit up for like six months or something Holy like that. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, he's cute. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, he's cute. Wow. <laughs> Always um, ensure your pictures, people. I really hope he was over the age of 18 when he made that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, let's edit this out. Um, I love the guy who played Newt, who is the kid from Love Actually. Um, yes, yes, yes. The yes, little yes. boy who's um, now a man. I was calling Thomas from... something? Yes. Can't, I can't pull out that last name. Jojen something from Game of Jojen Thrones. Jojen from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Um, I really liked his character. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did not like was that they could not, there were multiple, um, pronunciations of the Asian guy's name. Some people called him Minho. Some other people called him Minho. Mm-hmm. I just needed someone to be like, guys, mm-hmm. this is how we're going to pronounce it <laughs> across the board. Ah, <laughs> oh, um, I do appreciate when they did find him, though, that he was able to, like, rage out yes. and, like, kick someone's ass because he's they tortured him the whole movie. Oh, it was terrible what yeah. they did to him. Um, I very much liked um, who uh, Giancarlo Esposito. He's yes. great. Yes, yes, yes. Um, our, one of our fave guys. Um, um, oh, help me. Walton Goggins. 
Walt Goggins was so much fun in that movie. <sighs> he was great. He was very scary. In there for a very brief amount of time. Yeah. Though. Like, but uh, he's memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a surprisingly fun film. It mm-hmm. was it was quick. It kept going. Um, that train. There's a train chase at the beginning. That's really great. Um, Beast. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I, cut was, you off. I wasn't expecting it, and I was like, oh wow, that was really actually really fun and a good intro to that movie to kind of get everyone on board. Yeah. Yes, it gets you on train board. Train and- <laughs> um, Very nice. <laughs> Still got it, 2019. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really I thought it was pretty fast, and uh, I liked it. And having not seen, I mean, I read the books, but um, having not seen the previous film, and it being a while since I saw the first one and mm-hmm. read the books, I feel like you can um, kind of figure out the story of what's going on pretty easily. I too. agree. I think it's very simple, like to jump into this movie without having seen the other things or having even read the other things. Yeah. It's good at establishing itself and letting you know what the stakes are. Yep. Like, okay, these are the good guys. These are the bad guys. Yeah. And we're trying to get a friend. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Here we go. It's a very simple through line. Also, you didn't tell me um, that Barry What's-His-Face, who was the sniper guy in Saving Private Ryan, was in the movie. Yo, you just woke my mind up because I did not realize I was Barry Pepper. Yes. I was like, oh, is this dude from like Vikings? That's no, Barry it's Pepper. Barry Pepper. Oh, man. But with long hair and a little more meat on his bones. Oh, wow. I <laughs> love him. Love I was him. legitimately sitting there at home today. Uh, I was I was watching, and um, we'll talk about him a little bit, 310 to Yuma, mm-hmm. looking at Ben Foster. I was like, man, whatever happened to Barry Pepper? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's saving teenagers from. <laughs> The Death oh, Cure. boy, okay. Which, that name doesn't make any sense. I, death Cure? Because I guess everyone's dying and Thomas yeah. has the cure inside of him. It just, it occurred to me always so I was sitting there like, this, this is one of those dumb names. It doesn't make any, se- any this, sense, but it sounds good when you first hear it, so you just go along with it. This feels like a title chosen by the editor and not the author themselves. No, it was actually what it was called. Oh, really? Books, yeah. Well... That's a poor choice. I mean, it's sold books. You got me. <laughs> I read the goddamn thing. Um, but I, it was actually pretty fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, another thing I checked out, another animated feature, uh, Isle of Dogs. Um, oh, yeah. I just saw they just tossed it up on HBO or something. Currently on HBO right now. It It's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. It's really cute. Um, if you have a dog or you like dogs, like pets, I, I really recommend watching this movie. Like, it's just... Uh, the interaction between like the humans and the dogs the premise of the film being uh a boy goes to save his dog who's been uh exiled to an island with every other dog in this city they put it on a, they put them on a trash island um because of a dog flu that has been infecting people um the movie is very bilingual it's uh done in japanese and in and in english um english the dogs speak english i guess um the the dog voices are pretty good uh bill murray uh ed norton uh, who else is there? Brian Cranston. Uh, who else is there? Greta Gerwig plays a voice, not of a dog, of a human being. Um, yeah, Lee Schreiber, again, plays mm-hmm. a dog voice. Um, but yeah, their interaction with the boy, it's really cute and really touching. And it's just a fun story about a boy and his dog just trying to get back home. I made the mistake of trying to watch it on a plane. Ooh. That is not a plane movie. It's not. I fell asleep multiple times <laughs> on multiple attempts. It's not. It's very uh, Wes Anderson-y humor because Wes Anderson directed it. Are you a Wes Anderson fan? I do like his work. Okay. Yes. Um, big fan. I'm like the only person I know that liked the Darjeeling Limited. <laughs> um, Never saw it. 
it, it's 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 a good movie about brothers. Um, but that thing that aside, uh, I like Dollar Dogs. I recommend okay. it. <laughs> um, I think there's only one more thing that had oh Bird Box. Oh, okay. Recently I can talk on Netflix. a little bit about it with you because it's okay. not like forty minutes of it. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm. <laughs> but go on You're sorry um i read the book when it first came out and mm-hmm. i really loved it um and so i was very excited for this um let's see who is it um sandra bullock sarah paulson mm-hmm. she's great in everything i love it when she pops into stuff i <laughs> yes i have more to say about that and uh willem dafoe and he's in there not Willem Dafoe. I'm sorry. John Malkovich? That's what I meant. I got my old white guys mixed up. <laughs> old, talented it's white me. men. <laughs> Who are a little bit naturally scary. Like um, naturally scary older white dudes? Yeah. I think that's a fair Venn diagram they fit into. I think those guys into. would absolutely be in that category. Yes. Um, uh, uh, John Malkovich, yes. He's in there. He, in and of himself, is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, the... I forgot her name. Uh, the woman from Patty Cakes who plays Patty. Mm-hmm. She's in it. She's great. Um, and there's a British actor who pops up who, this is kind of a random reference. I can't remember his name. I really need to look these things up. I apologize. Mm-hmm. He was in the Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> the short guy. And also okay. in the Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice. Okay. Well, I, He's great. He's a very good actor. Um, the premise is that it's kind of like a quiet place. The book was uh, very much written before a quiet place came out. Um, but you, it's kind of a post-apocalyptic thing ish. Cause there's this monster, mm-hmm. I guess you'd call it. Um, that if you see it, you will try to kill yourself. Um, some people are able to see it and withstand it. Most people are not. Um, and so Sandra Bullock plays a woman who has two children and they just have to be blindfolded all the time. She knows that she has to leave the place that she is in. But um, in order to do that, she has to go out into the world blindfolded and mm-hmm. it is very scary. Um, and it bounces between before she had the children toward the beginning of this apocalypse and then what she is doing with the children now. Hmm. Their adventure, and it's really scary. Okay. Um, insofar as where I am with the movie right now, I'm only mm-hmm. about 40 minutes in. Um, <laughs> the start, seeing Sarah Paulson and Sandra Bullock together, I was like, okay, so Ocean's Nine, <laughs> what's going on? What are we doing, ladies? What's the take? Huh? Are these paintings being uh, sold <laughs> off for money? <laughs> well, I'm in for it, ladies. What's going on? I did remember that they did that and would get a little bit excited. <laughs> Um, so I guess spoiler alert ahead only in that, what was the last thing that happened when you watched it? Last thing I saw, they went to a supermarket to get some things. Um, some other cast members were surprised to see, uh, little Rel who was in get out, um, as like the shopping attendant. Um, that's with them at the beginning. He's writing a book and, Oh, okay. Yes. Um, and also the rapper, uh, MGK, Machine Gun Kelly also mm-hmm. is in there. The guy with all the tattoos on his arm and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the lanky white guy. Yeah. Um, big year for him. Had a huge rap beef with Eminem and now is in a very uh, 
uh, watched film on you Netflix. You can tell that I have no idea what's happening in music because I did not recognize her either <laughs> of those gentlemen. I just thought they were actors. He he shows up in movies sometimes. He was in that movie Nerve um, from like last year or two years ago. Uh, he's in this now. I was like, mm, okay, okay, cool. Um, where I am with the movie so far, it feels a lot, yes, like A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. It also feels a lot like this movie uh, Pontypool, which I don't think a lot of people have seen. It's about words that, that kill, that oh. like kind of get stuck in you and okay. make you act like the word, oh, which no. is a weird concept to get around, but it's interesting to see. Um, but so far, it's interesting. I, I like where it's going. It does feel like very tense and scary. I, I watch it on trains and subways. Oh, that's um, w- weird. Which, I was still into it. I was not <laughs> I was not distracted or like, I was okay. like, oh shit, what's going on here? Um and also, this has become like a weird internet sensation, like the Bird Box Challenge that like you'll see like on Instagram and all that stuff. Like people like blindfolded themselves trying oh, to make no. their way around their own homes and all that. Oh, no. It's very interesting. Like this movie like hit with people like yeah. very quickly. Um, it's become viral. No pun intended, I guess, because like, it feels like I don't know. I don't know what the monster is okay. right now. Um, it feels like a virus of some kind. I'm not sure. But like also, it seems to actually have a physical presence like when they're driving around in the car, which was a very tense scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the sensors are beeping all around it. Oh, God, yeah. Um, oh, another cast member we forgot to mention, uh, B.D. Wong is oh, also yeah. in it. He's great. Um, it's it's nice to see B.D. Wong and not be terrified of him. He's a Mr. Robot, and I am so terrified of his character. He's so oh, menacing really? and ruthless in really? it. Really? That it's like, oh, He's man. such a tiny little guy. <sighs> who carries gravity with him in that show um i'm just waiting for him to hatch a raptor egg <laughs> it anytime was, buddy what was oh, funny you're home from the lab okay i just wanted it to be just bd wong hey i'm famed actor bd wong <laughs> welcome to my home everyone please calm down just like <laughs> so much quality wood paneling it was a really nice house yeah, that they were in. it really was um but yeah, it was it was cool seeing B.D. Wong there who hasn't aged a damn day no, since 1992. He has not. <laughs> it's bonker. <laughs> like he will be perpetually like 33 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or just like a very young but respectable 44. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah, it was just it was cool seeing him there and not being terrified of him. Um but so far like oh, there was a point and I I, I guess Somewhat spoilers. I guess you mentioned that there are people that can see it and stand it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's that was a spoiler to me. It's, if anything, if it was been watched more, like ooh, people can stand it. Mm. Um, there is when they're on the boat, someone's calling out to yes. Sandra and her kids, and like that situation threw me off entirely. Like, mm. I guess that's introducing the concept of like those that can withstand it, but. It, it was just very interesting to see. Mm. Like, oh, what's going to happen next? It's That tension is only going to get ratcheted up so <laughs> much more. Get ready. I like that they're able to jump back and forward from, like, the before times and, like, the post-apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Or deeper into it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And both parts feel tense, but you still oh, yeah. wonder, well, she was with a group. Now it's just Sandra and her yeah. two kids. Yeah. What happened? Also, mm-hmm. I can kind of infer what happened <laughs> to one of them at least, from the fact that she was pregnant with one child and now there are two children. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how that plays out. Mm. Um, But the way the movie starts is just like so strong. It's like boy, girl. Like, oh, they have no names? Like, why? Why don't they have names? (laughs) Are they not allowed to have names in the future? they're so little and so cute. They're very young. Like four and three at the most, four and five at the most, I guess. I think they're so, yeah, they're supposed to be like 
I mean, like about the same age. At most, I mean, they're yeah, yeah. Okay, but um, but yeah, they're not older than six. Okay. Um, but I will say that the I can't wait until you finish because the ending of the book is different from the ending of the movie. Ooh, we're pulling a miss. The ending of the book is so dark. Ooh. Oh, Jason, it's so dark. I wonder. Okay. <laughs> That's why, really, I just wanted you to watch it so I can talk to you about the ending. Right. Um, it almost got spoiled it. for me. Sorry. It almost got spoiled for me at Christmas. Oh, no. Um, my sister and my cousin were talking about it, and they mentioned a lot of, like, names and things, but it's like, I just got to put my head into mashed potatoes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to just, like, excuse myself, like, and just, like, fall back to, like, another room or something like that so I wouldn't hear the ending. Yeah, it's, I watched it um, in a very dark living room in the middle of nowhere in Florida with my parents. Ooh, you got into it. And it was just a lot of clenched buttholes <laughs> just the whole time. Like, Everybody oh, tight. God. Everybody tight. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, even though I knew what was going to happen, it was still mm-hmm. very scary. Because, like, yeah, you you're not a horror person. You do not no. like watch horror films. Nope. But like, you told me about this movie, mm-hmm. which I was like, Ooh, interesting. Okay. Because I remember being on the edge of my seat with the book the whole time. I Ooh. couldn't wait to get back to the book. Okay. And even though I think I was, I think I was in New York when I was reading it, um, mm-hmm. or maybe in still in Connecticut. But I remember just being in public places, kind of like how you were on the train, mm-hmm. and still being totally engrossed in it. And, very scared and on the edge of my seat. Okay. All right. Nice. I'm glad you like it. I, I want to engage more in it. I want to, I want to finish that up. And uh, yeah, Bird Box. Um, other things that I have seen. Yes. Um, what else did I watch? Okay. So I'll get into my sins before <laughs> uh, getting into what you had me watch. And, and another good thing that I watched. So like I said. Uh, we were talking earlier this week. We were texting, and I told you that uh, I fell into a big old anime hole. You did, and uh, I'm sorry, but yeah, here it is. So, watch a bunch of Naruto. Um, for those of you that don't know, Naruto. Say it, say it again. Naruto. Okay. Oh, I had to say it slow so people actually understand. You also just speak really fast. <sighs> Do, but also here's here's what it's about. So it's a show about a boy that's <laughs> a ninja. And he got a demon put into him as a child. I like, hate it when that happens. So a demon was attacking the village. Uh, the Let's say the mayor of the village, who's also like a wizard, let's say, mm-hmm. put the demon into the boy in order to protect the village. Otherwise, people are going to die and be destroyed and all that stuff. Imagine a demon as big as like Godzilla or something like that. Mm-hmm. He sealed the demon inside the child. Oh, no. To save, And the child happened to be his own son. Oh, no. Uh, and in the process... The mother also died as well. Oh, no. So this boy is born, this cursed boy, essentially, uh, just ignored and, like, just treated as, like, a liability by the village. Like, we won't... Do they know it's in him? They know it's in him. Oh, okay. Everyone knows. All the adults know. Does he know it's in him? He doesn't know. Oh. Like, they figured, like, well, don't tell him, don't aggravate him, like, just stay away from him, kind of. Like, we don't want to kill him, but mm-hmm. he is a part of this village. His father was, like, you know, our leader. Let's just leave him be. Like, let him figure out his own life. Um, and he grows up kind of isolated and alone, but, like, his big desire is, like, you know, I want to be, like, you know, like, the leaders of this village. I want to lead this village one day. Like, I will be the leader. Um, <clears throat> and the show's a lot about his trials and tribulations to become that. Um, in watching it, the only thing I could grasp onto was how very similar it is in, at parts to Harry Potter. Mm. And the fact that it is a boy whose parents were, like, you know, great leaders in the community or whatever that died tragically 
Um, the boy himself is like, you know, kind of like a gifted child. Mm-hmm. Um, there are characters very similar to like Dumbledore in there where it's like, hey, the leader of this village is like, you know, this respected old wizard um, in both respects. And the main enemy of is a, is a snake man that's looking to ruin everything. <laughs> Literally has no nose. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's weird similarities and parallels there because like these things came out at about the same time. Like 98 was like Harry Potter. Like 99 was like when this sh- at like this manga was being written. And it's like, oh, these are like weird parallel thoughts happening here. Um even characters like Sirius Black have counterparts where it's like, oh, well, I was friends with your dad and, you know, he taught me this thing and I want to teach it to you now because it belongs to you. You're like the inheritor of this. But I'm not going to tell you who your dad was because, like, you need to know all that shit. Um, he doesn't even know who his dad was? Does not know who his dad was Aww. at this point. Um, and, yeah, there's, like, even, like, Snape counterparts um, where it's like, hey, I'm stern, but I love you kids. <laughs> <laughs> I love kids so much, but I'll never tell you. Um, and so, yeah, I just found like interesting parallels there because I was exposed to Harry Potter first prior to this. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can grasp onto some concepts here. You replace like wizard with ninja, you replace magic with jutsu, and like, okay, <laughs> this kind of matches up at some points. Um, it is, that being said, it is very, very much like an, an anime and all that stuff with all the tropes that are present in it. I don't even know what those would be. There are many. <laughs> um i won't get into them now thank you but that being said it's it's yeah i just it it feels embarrassing but also cathartic to talk about this so yeah that's what i do with my time how many seasons are there they're like okay so they're like five on netflix and like three weeks i watch about like four and a half (laughs) jason i finished five seasons of father brown (laughs) i hear you uh it feels good to talk about this. Um, but yeah, that's it. We'll just be on the background. I'm doing something else. I'm making food or I'm just like, hanging out and just like, cool, that's still going on. Yeah, I'm liking this. I am always about 85% engaged in Father Brown, <laughs> so don't feel bad. Um, but yeah, that's that's a thing that I've been watching. Um, you have anything else? Nope. Um, I'll go really quickly for one other thing and then I'll get to what you had me watch. Okay. Uh, watch Search Party. Um, Search on- Party. Uh, it's on you on YouTube TV right now, mm-hmm. but you, you know Search Party. We've talked about Search Party before. Yeah. Um, Alia Shawkat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, playing a girl that has kind of lost her way in her own life. Um. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basic premise: a girl that's lost her way in her own life. Um, is trying to figure out who she is. Kind of works as like a personal assistant to a very rich lady. Mm-hmm. Here's one day that like you know a girl that she knew in college, not even a friend, just like a girl that like you know she passed in the hallway a couple mm-hmm. times, knew her name. Uh, has disappeared and she feels like this big emptiness but also this desire to figure out well what happened to her mm-hmm. and it's this part detective story part comedy of this girl trying to figure out what happened to this girl that ultimately didn't deserve to like be disappeared or murdered mm-hmm. but she not like the rest of those girls who do <laughs> <laughs> but like she sees she sees glimpses and like things like i I think I saw her. I thought I saw her the other day at like the Chinese restaurant. Like I thought I saw her over here. And like as you watch, you begin to figure like maybe she's not losing her mind. Maybe she's alive and mm. she's like the only shot at finding her. Mm. Um but outside of that, it's weird because like I am I've met the people that have made the show. <laughs> Or people that are featured in the show. Oh, sweet subtle brag, Jason. It's because it's like I'm not. I don't know them. I've just met them. I would say like you know, like, oh, I've seen them perform before. Like cool, and like I've like shaken a hand before. That's about it. 
It's amazing. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool. Like, nice. Oh, I've seen this person before. I've seen that person perform before. Very cool. And just like, oh, good for them. They're, they're doing well. Oh, so you're just spotting friends left, right, and center. <laughs> How nice for you. Again, you know who mm-hmm. I don't know? Anyone on Father Brown. <laughs> I desperately want to. I feel like it's not as hard as you think <laughs> to make that happen. I'd have to go to England. <laughs> that ain't cheap, Jason. God. Uh, but uh, <laughs> is it too much to ask to shake Arthur Weasley's hand? I think not. <laughs> I feel we can arrange this. <laughs> this is not about Arthur Beasley. If you're listening, Weasley, not Beasley. He's the dad of the Weasleys. I apologize, Mr. Weasley. God, uh, now I'm even farther from it. He's going to hear this and be so mad. You got it wrong. You're a very virile man to have created so Ew. many children. Ew. <laughs> think he would appreciate you commenting on his sexual life like that, Jason. <laughs> well, I can see the results. You're not helping I can literally see the fruits all. of his labor. <laughs> Ew. Uh, but that aside, <clears throat> we asked each other to see things yes. the last time we met. Um, would you like to go? Sure. Okay. So you asked me to watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. I tried Okay. I really did. I got through an hour of it. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't care. Okay. Like, I... Um... I don't know. I liked everyone in it. Mm-hmm. Especially Val Kilmer, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um... But... I just... Couldn't get into the story. Okay. Maybe it was just I was in a weird mood or something. But, totally fine. Um, because I know a lot of people really like the movie, mm-hmm. and it is funny, mm-hmm. um, and very with his um, voiceover, very self-aware. I guess. Yeah, it definitely breaks the fourth wall a lot. Yeah, but um, I I, I don't know Michelle Man- Monahan, another person who has not aged, and it's <laughs> weird. Yeah, her and B.D. Wong hanging out, drinking the same <laughs> baby blood or whatever. <laughs> Jesus. Um, feasting on unicorns, staying young forever. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, her character can get kind of annoying. Mm. Um, like her own wor- worst enemy in the movie, kind of. Yeah. Um, the premise being that um, Robert Downey Jr. is kind of a, a criminal guy, not not like a hardcore, just a like, like, like a professional crime. thief. Yeah. Um, who semi-professional ends up, thief yeah when he's <laughs> running away from the law he ends up in an audition and is taken to los angeles um where he meets up with uh michelle monahan's character who is an actress um and also like his childhood friend yes um uh what's his face val kilmer there you go um he and val kilmer he's tagging along with val kilmer as part of um, his research for this role that he's auditioning for. Um, and then they kind of stumble upon kind of a murder. Yeah. And then there are guys after them, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I can't put my finger on why I didn't quite like it. That's fair. Um, I, the one thing I very much did like um, was uh, at one point... Michelle Monaghan's character uh, is very drunk, mm-hmm. and so he kind of puts her to bed, and she was, I think she was all wet, and so he was <laughs> trying to take off her clothes without being a pervert, mm-hmm. but then there's a spider on her, 
and as he tried it ends up going in her bra and so as he's trying to like flick away the spider she wakes up and she's like did you just grab my tit and he's like no (coughs) and she's like i think you did it's okay it's no big deal and he's like wait what do you mean it's no big deal like that's absolutely a big deal Mm -hmm. what kind of people are you hanging out with and what kind of person have you become that you don't respect yourself enough to realize that that's a really big deal Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah guys yeah hashtag me too you get in there and it was very um i think it's portrayal as someone who knows nothing about los angeles or hollywood Mm -hmm. it seemed pretty realistic Mm -hmm. of just a lot of um narcissism and shallowness and vanity um and people being gross to each other yeah guys in power being really gross with women and the fact that they discussed it and had a healthy viewpoint on it was mm-hmm. really nice because like yeah like rdj's character is like a guy oh, that's you know him hey me and you bobby, and bobby? We, you Son know, of a bitch. We hang out, you know. Oh, yeah. I forgot you're a real mover and shaker in Hollywood. What can I said. say? Rubbing elbows. All right. Shaking hands. God. But, um, yeah, Robert Downey character in the movie is like a real outsider. Like, he's just uh, not in this world. Like, yeah. even outside of being a criminal, he's just like, I don't know anything about entertainment or like mm-hmm. Hollywood. And he just tries to, like, not to, like, shut people down, but just like, hey, like, no, that's that's wrong. Don't, don't do that to yeah. someone. And it's just a different, he's like an alien on earth for the first time like he just doesn't know how what the proper rules are here but to some degree like no no no, like this fuck the rules of what this place of how this place works like they're just things they're just ways you treat people and ways you don't treat people and like that's a very cool character trait that yeah. this criminal quote-unquote right, right, has right. um there is one funny moment at the beginning of the movie where like someone's like is like looking to like manipulate michelle monahan and he steps in yeah he soundly gets his ass beat. Yes, he does. But <laughs> the principle of the matter was like, fuck it. I, I knew that was a consequence of, of like doing it. Like yeah. I got beat up, but sometimes you get beat up trying to do the right thing. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I really like the movie. I thought, I think it's very funny. I mean, if you didn't get into it, you didn't get into it. I That's fine. get back to it. Um, but yeah, the, I think just maybe the plot or something just didn't grab me. Eh, that's fine. Um, you asked me to watch 310 mm-hmm. to Yuma. Yep. I greatly enjoyed that. Mm. Um, for me, it was, it was such a fun ride. Um, it's a different movie every, not a different movie, but there are different, uh, circumstances every 10 minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. it's always like, we got through that hell. Oh, what's this now? Um, it reminded me of the Warriors a lot. Oh, yeah, that's a good comparison. Like, we have to get from point A to point B, but there are many hazards along the oh way. Oh, my God, yes. Um, I didn't realize it was such, a, not a big cast, but I I thought it was going to be, like, a, very much just uh, Russell Crowe and Christian Bale, like, one-on-one. Um, the premise of the film, through Tony Yuma, being that uh, Russell Crowe is, like, this legendary uh, bandit robber gunman, mm-hmm. um, and he's finally been captured, and he's going to be transported to this train taking him to a prison it's in like the what mid to late 1800s yeah like towards the end of like yeah towards the end of the 1800s um christian bale plays a farmer who is 100 percent down in his luck is missing a foot has two kids and a wife and they're going to close down his farm he joins up with a posse taking him back to the to the prison in order to get some cash to buy his farm back essentially and save his family from like being tossed off and moved um but as the movie progresses you know he was like a war hero 
a war hero. Yeah, he's yeah. reared in this town as like a war hero, fought for the North. You know, lost his foot in like a battle. Um, but as the movie goes on, you begin to peel away at like Christian Bale and his character and like you know what he really is and who he really is. You know, it's not so much about saving his family. It is, but it's also about him like trying to prove to his sons that he's worth a damn. Just like yeah, kind of redemption. Yeah, like yeah, I lost a foot, but god damn it, I am I am somebody. Like I don't want my kids to look at me that way. Yeah. I want my wife to treat me that way. And maybe taking this guy back will win me some of that back. Like. And he's the most adamant of these group of people. Like people are being paid way more than him. The people whose job it is to bring him back, but him, this rancher with this family, is like, I need to do this. Um, and <clears throat> Russell Crowe throughout the movie is like poking at his bravado, just like, why, why, why? Mm. But weird, like a friendship or respect starts yes. to form at least, yeah, yeah. where it's like we may never be friends, but like I respect the hell out of you for doing this, for risking your life to take someone like me back. Like in many times throughout the film, Russell Crowe's like, just get the hell out of here, yeah. leave. Like you don't have to do this. <laughs> like I'm not even, I'm not mad at you, I'm, but like God damn it, you're gonna die out here if yeah. you don't. Um, and it's just, <clears throat> excuse me, like people. People get shot and die, but then people come to replace them, kind of. Like, oh, I didn't think his kid would show up. Like, mm-hmm. cool. Um, there's some really fun characters in there. The Doctor, mm-hmm. um, played by Alan Tudyk. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't think you were in this movie. Um, ben Foster, who's like the grimiest. He's so creepy and great. <sighs> it looks like he has three different kinds of chlamydia. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's so gross but like he's got your classic your old (laughs) wife and your gunman all three types Uh, like he he has crazy eyes absolute crazy eyes Ben Foster is great crazy (laughs) eyes very convincing and like the way he's dressed looks like if you imagine like what like a fancy like you know movie cowboy looks like in your mind it's like he's wearing the same outfit but it's gross covered in dirt and dirt and grime and chlamydia and I mean, I'm still sleeping. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, listen, we've all made mistakes. <laughs> and um, he uh, is like this gross guy, but also like he's so loyal mm-hmm. to Russell Crowe and like he's getting Russell him Crowe's back. like right hand man. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't want to spoil anything about the movie, but what happens? It, it is every ten minutes is a new threat. Every ten minutes is like a new surprise. It keeps you interested all the way. Um, directed by James Mangold, the same guy that directed Logan. Oh, okay. Um, so the dude understands his westerns, I would say. Um, I did not see the original 310 to Yuma, so Me I can't either. say like you know how it compares really. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed this whole ride of the movie. And it's like the, when the action happens, it happens. Yeah. Also, like Luke Wilson, what are you doing here in like a small, small role? I don't even remember. He's like a while. guy that's like at the railroad camp or whatever that's like torturing Russell Crowe. It's like, Luke Wilson, you don't do torture. Get like, back to Wes you, Anderson, you silly Billy. <laughs> like, you awkwardly talk to attractive ladies. <laughs> Go find Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm happy that I saw it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you end up really kind of rooting for Russell Crowe by the end of it. Yeah. In a weird way. And Russell Crowe winds up rooting for Christian. Be like, yeah, yeah, you take me to prison, but God damn it, man, let's see you do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> to him, it becomes like a game, but also like, you fought this hard i'm not going to give up on you now yeah. like let's get me to that train yeah. take me to prison um and he like reveals like his little secret well no that's a spoiler i'm not gonna say that that's all right but um but yeah 310 of yuma you got time check it out it's free on amazon prime if you got amazon prime um yeah 
I'm glad um, you enjoyed it. Yes, I really I've did. I've seen it a couple times, and I really, I really enjoyed it every time. I feel like it was a gap in my education insofar <laughs> as when it came out, I wanted to see it, but then I just didn't. Also, it's very, I feel like, different performances from those two actors, especially at the time when it came out. Like, those guys were known for playing, like, very heroic guys in, like, mm-hmm. big roles. So to have them be in a relatively smaller-ish movie than, you know, your Gladiators and your Batmans. Mm-hmm. Um, to see Christian Bale play kind of a weaker guy. Right, right. And then Russell Crowe, at least, um, even though he's a tough guy, whatever, he is in a more vulnerable vulnerable position. Like, oh, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. You guys just, you guys have to talk a lot as opposed to throwing punches. How's this going to go? <laughs> but it works. But, um... And so far as what I will have you watch for next time. Oh, shit. I always forget about this part. (laughs) Oh, no. It's the crux of the show. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Go for it. And I struggled a little bit, too, uh, coming into this. I didn't have it, like, prepared all the way beforehand. But But you at least remember. (laughs) Um, One show I would have you watch, um, I believe it's currently on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, is spaced. Um, oh, with Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. Uh, I mean, Edgar I've, Wright. S- I've watched it a little bit before. Oh, I didn't really get into it. Um, but I can try it again. I would just say watch like the first two episodes, and that's okay. it. You don't have to watch anything more. Okay. Um, what am I gonna have you watch? Oh no, Jason. I mean. You could watch Father Brown. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. It's so stupid and adorable. <laughs> There's one lady who has the most beautiful outfits, and she's so pretty. And I just stare at her because she's so pretty. Okay. Um, you get to see Arthur Weasley as a priest solving murders. I, I will I will take that right. Yay! I can talk to somebody about Father Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but it's episodic, right? Like it's, yes. it's not like okay. I will check it out. Okay. All right. Well, we have our things of what we're going to watch for the next time. Um, we've talked about a lot of a lot of films today. Um, a lot of things that we enjoyed. A few things we didn't, mm. but we had a good time doing it, and I hope you had a good time as well. Uh, you could find us on various forms of social media, namely Instagram at Observe and Report Podcast. Um, you can also find us on Gmail. Same thing, Observe and Report Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um, Thanks for listening. Uh, Happy New Year again. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.